Welcome to the Honest Ghost Podcast, a show examining the insights, strategies, and values of real business people doing customer service the right way. Welcome to the Honest Ghost Podcast. I am Travis Souders. On the show today with me is Mary Chin. She is the owner and founder of My Ovens Meals, MOM, here in Chico, California. Mary, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Home home meal service is uh, kind of one of those exploding uh, industries, I feel like, where people, um, as they have less and less time uh, and they still want to make sure they're eating like homemade meals, um, becomes more difficult and you uh, exist to sort of fill that gap. Um, you also do, uh, there's a little bit more to it than that in that it's um, food that you actually feel good about eating. Uh, sure. It's a little, little more... Um, health uh, oriented. So let, uh, let's let let you uh, tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, sure. Um, My Evans Meals is a uh, locally sourced prepared meals company. We are gluten-free, soy-free, and no refined sugars. Um, we do have a lot of dairy-free options as well, but my niche with My Evans Meals is I try to specialize in um, diets. So mm. paleo, Whole30, keto, um, those are kind of the main the main contenders that we focus on. So um, when I founded My Evans Meals, I kind of wanted to take on that niche to like fill in that gap. Mm. Um, there used to be a uh, well-known food truck here in Chico, and I hear it all the time, the hunter and the farmer. Mm-hmm. So since they left, you know, I knew that there was um, something there that Chico was missing, and I kind of wanted to take it on, but not really do the full-time food truck service when I started, right, right. <laughs> but now I'm own a food truck and doing that service as well. <laughs> I, um, I love how you started not from, um, you, you didn't really, it doesn't sound like had to veer much. Like it, uh, you didn't start as a, we're going to do it all kind of food service. You, as you said, sort of started knowing what your niche was going to be and addressing that. Uh, how do you feel that served you? Um, it served me well in the beginning. Um, I did do a lot of special orders, so to speak, and um, just knew I needed to build up that clientele and kind of please everyone. But then once I kind of got it going and knowing what I wanted to do, what I wanted to accomplish, and know how much time it took me to prepare everything, mm-hmm. I just had to, you know, cut out the special orders and just kind of focus in on what I wanted to accomplish. Right. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was like, uh, and I, I think anybody who has used your service before will be able to, to attest to this is that quality control seems like it's something that's really important to you that you um, you do put some care into not just leaving food on people's doorsteps uh, or having them <laughs> pick it up, but all, like it's stuff that you you want to eat that you want to order again. And so it does seem like um, you probably did kind of have that decision to make where it's like, if I'm going to do things right, I kind of have to do it my way. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yes. I think my main focus is, um, and I tell all my employees, is this that uh, quality over quantity mm-hmm. is my number one um, focus for my oven spiels. So tell me a bit. So the dynamics. Somebody um, they want to use your service. What does it look like uh, client side? Um, I have a website that I post my menu. I post it every Tuesday. Um, customers have Tuesday through Friday to place an order. Um, I have a minimum requirement of thirty dollars per order. And on the menu, you'll see breakfast, small dishes, meals, and then I just start doing bulk options and then frozen goods, which is kind of like bone broths, mm-hmm. um, maybe some frozen soups. And then the bulk side is new, but people enjoy it because then they can kind of build their own meal packs. They can build their own meals. They could kind of still feel like they're preparing their meals, but 
it's all cooked and right. ready to go so they can do whatever they want with it. And so when they're uh, they're ready, you're not exactly delivery. It's not exactly delivery. There's uh, there's pickup, right? So there is pickup. I did just start delivery two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's new yeah. and exciting. Yeah. My original plan was to just have um, specific drop-off locations in Chico, and then I have pickup times at the kitchen where um, I work. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been going pretty well, but I know that it's just difficult with Chico being so large mm. that people have a hard time getting places at specific times. My pickup locations are usually at gyms, so they are very limited to hours as well. Mm-hmm. So I just started delivery. Um, you have the morning or the afternoon option. One um, one of the things that we do when we have any guests on the show is um, we like to go and sort of take a look about how people talk about your, your business because that's... Um, your reputation never really belongs to you. It's it's it always belongs to your customers. Um, the good news is everybody seems to to love uh, my oven's meals. Um, the the reviews that people leave are a lot of it is you just consistently do what you uh, what you say you're gonna do. Um, are you like aware or cognizant of that? Is that something that you try to um, to enforce? Is just consistently meeting your goals as as you express them to your customers? Yeah, I mean, consistency is super important for any business, but especially the food. I mean, Mm -hmm. you enjoy a meal and you want to have that meal again. You want it to taste exactly the way you had it the last time. And that's really important. And um, I try to focus on that a lot with my menu planning and my recipes. And um, I try to promote my clients to, you know, send a review, write a review. We want to know, you know, what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And, um, I kind of send out an email once a week asking, you know, for the Facebook reviews or on my website. Um, I haven't gotten into Yelp yet, yeah. but <laughs> so, so you're actively seeking this feedback, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people in the food industry, um, maybe it's shifting now, but I feel like a lot of people might be afraid to do that later. Uh, like we want to do what we do and if people like it, great. And if not, it doesn't sound like that's you. Sure. Well, I mean, your <laughs> reviews are going to make or break your, your business mm-hmm. and same how on how people feel about your food. I mean, food is so specific. Everyone has different taste buds. It's, right. it's really hard to um, please everybody, but I have a strong clientele that, you know, knows what I'm going to produce, knows what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about scale is that something that um that that you've sort of encroached upon like this is what our total bandwidth no matter what it's going to be is or is that something that um you feel like you can you can keep scaling and and sort of keep the same level of uh quality and customer satisfaction um i would like to scale because i'd like to be in the kitchen more often i feel um it's really difficult to punch everything out on Sundays. Um, my day starts at six and in the beginning I wasn't getting home till about 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if I had more days that I could offer, um, I feel like my days would be a little bit easier. I feel, um, I'd be less tired or exhausted and can really actually focus on what I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Um, since purchasing, um, the food trailer, which is more of like our mobile storefront is kind of how I'm marketing it it's kind of given me that and um, it's nice to be out there and see people and talk to them and know how they feel mm-hmm. and be able to talk to people about it because you know my delivery and drop-off service I'm literally dropping off a bag of food right. wondering I wonder what they look like <laughs> I hope they enjoyed that meal I wonder if I'll see them again yeah and I, I think that's um, that's a really I think it's a special thing um, to not just to be able to interface um, in a the what is normally a drop-off or, or a delivery kind of um, 
environment, but also, as you said, to, to be able to, to meet with people, like to, to meet with your clients. And I think there's something to be said for being able to put a face to a name. Sure. Um, do you, now, do you get that from the other end? Do you have, um, like clients, customers that you've had for a while and you've just finally met them? Has that happened? Um, it happened at the trailer. <laughs> I had a woman come by and she purchased some meals and she just said, oh, I just love that dish you made last week. And I was like, oh, what is your name? She said, oh, Kelly. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. Right. Because <laughs> she always had a pickup location, so I never saw her. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was neat to finally, you know, see everybody and know, you know, who they are and um, have them come out and visit me and follow me. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I'm picking up uh, right away is that, like, the... The show is about customer service and like specifically how you define that. Um, it sounds like one of those things is um, is feedback and having open communication. Would you say that's kind of one of your pillars? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What would you say some other ones are? I guess I would say um, also just word of mouth. You know, um, you're going to build your business by people explaining to other people um, what meal they just had last week or where they can find me. I guess a big one for me too is um, working closely with the farmers and having that relationship. Mm. Um, that's been a really strong one that I've had. Um, I wanted to have that right away and it's been great because it's it's a share for share. I share them, they share me, mm-hmm. um, it's free advertisement. It's just yeah. been, you know, a neat little concept to sort of figure out and, and get into. Why was that so important to you to, um, to have that relationship with your vendors? I um, worked uh, for Michelin Star Restaurant in the Napa Valley, and um, the chef that ran it always had their vendors coming in, dropping off, you know, fresh seafood that they just caught, um, fresh mushrooms. Um, the chef de, de cuisine that was in charge, he always planned field trips mm-hmm. every day off that we had, and we went to the farms that we bought from, and it was just kind of neat to see where it comes from. and. I just noticed when they wanted something, it was readily available for them because they had that relationship. Or um, if something didn't look the way they wanted to, you know, it, it was exchanged or switched out. And if there was something special that they wanted, the farmers would grow it for them. Mm. And I thought that was really neat. And I thought that was really important. So you had a, a positive influence because mm-hmm. we, we do hear a lot saying like, I was in this situation and I swore I'd never do it that <laughs> way again. It sounds like yours was, I've seen how good it can be um, and I'm not going back from that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Uh, and your, your customers obviously notice. Mm-hmm. Um, have they, um, have you had feedback um, to that extent where it like... You're very upfront and open about where you get your stuff um, and and why you do things the way you do. Um, do you get the sense that your um, your clients appreciate um, sort of everything that you've built? I do, I do, and um, I noticed that it was difficult to sort of explain that in the beginning, um, especially like my prices. People are like, oh, that's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, but it's organic, and I can tell you that these carrots came from this place. That beef is grown, you know, X amount of miles away from here, mm-hmm. and um, that's just something that's important to me, and I, and I don't want to steer away from that just to build more people. I just kind of goes the same thing. My, my quality is more important than my quantity. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think that that... Any anything that you can do online, which is everything now, right? <laughs> right. Um, but making a purchase um, in in the uh, this e-commerce space, it it's so challenging as a buyer because you uh, you have to justify a lot of things mm-hmm. to yourself, and especially price is one of them. 
is that something that you're mindful of in your your happy customer playbook right is justifying price or do you feel like um it kind of speaks for itself um i would say it speaks for itself um i looked out i had a friend that we were in the dorms together she kind of watched me grow um i was literally selling food off of pictures on my phone on my instagram Mm -hmm. (laughs) begging people to buy food and driving and meeting them in parking lots with bags of food i mean it's kind of bizarre (laughs) (laughs) and she saw my pictures and she was a photographer and she's like just let me take pictures for you and i said why i just i don't have the money for that she's like it's not a big deal we'll do a tray just Mm. leave me a bag of food and i'll take pictures and i'll enjoy it for the week and i said okay and as soon as we started that it just exploded and people eat with their eyes so now i just try to make sure i have pictures of my meals on my menu so people know exactly what they're getting for x amount of dollars Mm -hmm. i feel like in the past it's been very tricky to find um recipes even or um or dishes that would be within um like frankly restrictive diets um that still would be something that you wanted to eat how did you uh discover uh so i have to say like um i i tried uh, the things that you brought over all of it really really good and yet when you eat them you can tell that it's um it's stuff that's good for you you don't feel guilty which is a great thing to say about any food item right right um how did you how are you able to come up with things that fit both profiles um it was it was difficult in the beginning um the reason why i started moms was i had a blog on tumblr mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was doing R. the R. paleo tumblr. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was doing the paleo diet and then i even tried the keto diet and so i would take pictures and write down my recipes and have it on there on the blog so i was mm. kind of already playing around with it. There was some trial it. and error going mm-hmm. on. And then the first couple months, it was difficult to kind of get in that mind frame. But um, now that I have, you know, fully stocked shelves of, you know, stocked kitchen of just these items that fit these criteria, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for me to assemble. You have a really, I think, clearly defined roadmap as, t- uh, as I can see it, as to why it is uh, that, that you do what you do, like the values that you have. How do you get to that point? Like, personally, you wake up and you say, I need to check these things off the list to make sure that this vision gets met. Um, What do those things look like for you? Uh, Tuesday. I'll start with Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tuesday, I do my menu planning. Um, Like I said, it's gotten easier to me, but it would take at least two days for me to figure it out. But now I know I always try to have like a a chicken dish, um, steak or ground turkey and kind of mix those all around. So Tuesday I do all my menus. Um, Wednesday mornings I'm up early doing the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. Um, Thursday I'm starting my shopping list of what I need to do for my menu on Sunday. Um, I have a lot of farmers that deliver on Fridays so I kind of have to have that um, ahead of time so I can get it to them. And it's also difficult because Friday is my big day where everyone puts in their orders. So I'm also doing a lot of guessing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this is going to be the big seller this week or, you know, this one isn't and um, plan ahead. Friday and Thursday are kind of my days off. Um, I get to spend time with the kids and my, my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, nice when you can do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then Friday evening, I start prepping for the farmer's market. And um, I'm really happy that we do that now because then we also prep ahead for Sunday. Mm -hmm. And that way my Sunday is a little bit easier. Um, Saturday after the market, I'm writing out my prep list, uh, labels for all the bags. I'm printing out all the labels that go on food. 
all the um, um, receipts that go in the bags for the customers and then um, Sunday morning um, we just kind of start prepping I get in about three hours before everybody else shows up just so I can kind of get it, it all together it's a shared kitchen so mm -hmm. I have to grab all my stuff and um, kind of get all my ducks in a row I put in one last order to um, SNS produce mm -hmm. and then we prep cook package and bag all on Sunday and then Monday morning I pop back in and start my deliveries and drop-offs and kind of go a full day on Monday. And, just and then just starts all over again. Yeah. Well, I, I love the positivity. Like, and that's, I think that's the one thing that I'm learning a lot today is like, you're from, from the beginning, from the start of your vision saying that, you know, you want things, um, to go in a positive way. Like you, you are not, you're not doing the thing where you're like, this was bad. I'm not doing that all the way through to your customers who are saying, I love that she does this and does this. And there's not, um, there isn't, I haven't actually found one negative review. Um, <laughs> no, maybe you, maybe oh gosh, you know a different story. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, I think that's something that uh, is tough to find is, um, is operating and coming from a place of um, of like action and, and positive action would, uh, versus being scared of doing a wrong thing. Sure. I don't want to fail just trying to attempt it all. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to do right with what I'm making at hand. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's it kind of goes with the mom name. You know, moms make meals out of love. They want to nurture you. They want to nurture their family. And that's sort of the concept that I'm trying to to do so mary thank you so much this is wonderful learning about my oven's meals uh how can people find you um you can find me on my website it's www.myovensmeals.com ovens and meals is plural um i have an instagram at my ovens meals and as well as facebook um facebook.com slash my ovens meals thanks to mary once again and thank you for listening Hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, please remember to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, if you have your own hustle and would like us to help your best clients spread word of mouth about what it's like to be your customer, please visit honestghost.com. <laughs>